Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Broadcasting live from the Wolf Radio Studios, it's time for the John Clay Wolf Show. Presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. Hit him up now. 800-800-RADIO. 800-800-RADIO. Now, John Clay Wolf. Kids come back from camp at the end of this week, so the free ride's almost over. Oh. Enjoy it while you can. I have. We actually, you know, I'm not in studio with you all today. I'm, I'm in Orange Beach, Alabama. Alabama, Orange baby. Beach, Alabama. Forrest Gump. <laughs> wow. just decided to come down here. Check out the Blue Water for the weekend. Oh, is it like a, How a do beach I sound? place? Yeah, we're at the beach. Oh, sounds good. Yeah. Do I sound like I'm there? Um, I don't know. The beach means you need to sound a little more Californian. Okay. <laughs> Just uh, a little. Alicali? Yeah, Alicali. I like that. Tide went on a little bit. Not too bad. Have a new buyer down here that works for Give Me The Men that we went out with he and his wife. And um, did the whole thing. Going fishing this afternoon. Oh, that's so cool. I want to go. Do you, ever fi- do you ever fish in a... Gee. I used to fish with my dad when I was a kid. We'd go out on the boats. And then we had this little place on the on the rocks where we would fish. But the goal was to make big lunches and not catch anything. Just eat a bunch of snacks. It was fun. It was fun. Yeah, I still remember my first fish was a rainbow trout. I thought it was huge. Where in Alabama did you... You went to school in Alabama. Where was it? Yeah, I went to Talladega. Talladega College in Talladega, Alabama. Home of the Winston 500. Do they pronounce it Dega or Dega? Because in the movie it was Dega. Yeah, that's how they pronounce it. In the entire Western world it's Talladega, I think. Okay. I mean, I don't you're, know. Real lo- you're real local. I went to Talladega. <laughs> it was nice. Well, speaking of crazy people in the South, did you hear about the private jet flying from California to Miami that was seized yesterday trying to refuel in Louisiana? What? With $750,000 of weed on it. Oh. Yeah. It's going to be a weed shortage now. Absolutely. I know. So they they got a little heads up that um, after hearing that a large amount of narcotics was coming to Hammond from Hammond, Louisiana, from California via airplane Wednesday, local detectives and federal agents set up a stakeout at the city's airport. It was not me, I'm telling you. <laughs> Police arrested Miami resident Leonard Lopez, 40, and but they chopped the two pilots loose uh, who flew the small jet after finding duffel bags and suitcases filled with pot. And that, uh. that, that story caught my eye because, I mean, we've all thought about it, right? Of course. Yeah. I mean, I mean but and, it's legal you know, in California. Right, but it's not legal in Louisiana. It's not legal in Florida. It's not legal uh. to transport it in bulk. 
with okay. intent to distribute. But you know, like when I've been up in Colorado at my little Beechcraft Baron at the Pagosa Springs Airport, and there's a weed shop right there. You know, you just think, how much, you know, if you ask the guy, could he fill your bag, you know, give you a bulk rate, you throw it in the baggage compartment, <laughs> and, and then bring it home. I mean, pick up a couple extra. I mean, Bob, what's a bag of weed weigh? Well, I mean, it depends Can you double on it? I've never bought more than a pound myself. So, yeah. you know, and that was 1200 I mean, for me, a, and a I don't ba- think I was getting the cartel deal. 1200 for a pound? Yeah. So that's like a lot, right? So a bag. Yeah. Like a duffel bag full of weed would be 20 pounds? 30 pounds? Oh. Well, I'm not sure because I've never like broken the law where illicit substances are concerned. But I heard from a from a very distant friend of mine who I never talked to anymore that uh, you can get a quarter pound for 350 and cut it into 15 uh, seven gram bags and sell those for thirty five each, and uh, make four fifty, and have about a quarter ounce yourself left over for free. Wow, your friend knows a lot. Okay, so, that's like a whole bunch. Yeah, multiply that times four with the price break for buying four units at a quarter pound <laughs> each, and you're okay. And nobody's ever watched Blow with Johnny Depp and didn't want to go and buy a hundred pounds of, of good grass. <laughs> sure. Wow. Well, so so thirty pounds. If I could get thirty pounds of of bulk weed into my duffel bag and throw it in the back of my airplane and fly back from Colorado to Texas, what would I make? But I mean, I don't. You know me. I'm a wholesaler. I'm not a retailer. I want right, to go right. fast. I, I don't want to screw around. Thirty pounds is a lot, John. I mean, thirty pounds. And and like my old place out in the country, my buddy lives there now, so I could fly over that. And then open the door, the baggage door, when we're flying slow and throw it out. <laughs> and then we could drive back over there after you land right. and pick it up in the pasture in the dark. And that's, I mean, that, that, that quantity, that's, that's enough quantity. You would really get a great price break on 30 pounds, I'll bet you. I mean, you wouldn't pay $30,000 for that. You'd probably get that for like 18 or something. 18000 Yeah, because anybody's got 30 pounds of grass, like they want to they get rid of that. Oh, yeah. They're not playing so, around. So... <laughs> So if if you had thirty pounds of grass and I gave eighteen thousand, what could you get it laid down for? Oh man! Well, the same you know each quarter pound makes fifteen quarter bags. You can sell for thirty five each. Maybe I mean the quality these days. I mean a lot of people are like selling quarter ounces for sixty, right? Probably. So yeah, you could so clean up now. Math? What you got to do? What you got to do is you got to get out <laughs> on the streets. And you got to actually turn that into money. And that's where you run into trouble in places like, say, Texas. So how many bags right. out of that quarter pack? So well, 15 times 30. Oh, oh, man. Wait, wait. 15 times 4. I've got a calculator here. 15 times 4 is 60. 60. Okay. Uh, 60 times 30. 1,800. 1,800 bags times 35. Ooh. The 35 apiece. That's your profit. 63,000 yeah. minus 18,000. Bam. And you're under so, and you're like underselling. Yeah, you're selling it cheap oh, really? to get rid of it. Yeah. You're wholesaling the Cali yeah. with that. So I can sell it to a tennis shoe hustler with that those rates and he can go do his deal. 
Absolutely. <laughs> at, at that point, you sell it a quarter pound, you know, per unit and still still make your money. Well, what's the weather look like up in Colorado this weekend? You want to make a run tomorrow? Uh, dude, you don't I'd, want to fly bad to, weather, dude. I'd love I mean, to, it's not worth dying over. No. no. I'd love to hang with you, John, and I think it would be a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, a lot of fun. It'd be a dream come true. But at this time, I don't think I can have anything to do with anything like that. At this time. Yeah, and that's not a moral conclusion. Okay, that's just kind of a self-preservationist thing. Well, like, what? I mean, what changed? <laughs> Nothing. I, I'm just like, uh, uh, you ever see Jackie Brown? Yeah. You know, uh, his, his friend winds up in county. He's like, I don't think my friend has a doing time kind of disposition. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> well, forty-five grand. That's we a could lot. split it. I'll fly. You handle the BS. I'll fund it. I'll I'll, I'll front the eighteen Gs and I'll fly. But you handle the groundwork. You know, you know what's you know what's really. I hate to sound shifty, but I could probably be talked into it, man. It's not on the air, right? <laughs> just, yeah. It's not live Sounds on radio. like you kind of are. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, everybody's got those good well stores. Everybody get well, good well medicine. And those guys, I went into one of them, they have a big warehouse in the back. So you just you just throw 15 Gs down in, in hundreds and say, hey, I'll take 30 pounds. Indica or sativa, man. Whatever. <laughs> What's Indica stand for? Indica couch. Indica couch. 800-800-7234. 800-800-RADIO. Yeah, I wouldn't be a good drug dealer, but um, I am a good car dealer, and that's where... I was really inspired by the movie Blow, actually. Let's do a dope deal, homeboy. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the... Watching them fly into Mexico, that was like me flying into Louisiana and buying those cars and dragging them back to Dallas and trying to get them sold before the checks cleared and running. You know, time is money, honey. And mm -hmm. Smokey and the Bandit, that was serious business. And when we're moving all those cars around the country without any money and just a bunch of BS, thank God we pulled it off. We actually made some money where we could actually pay for them. That was 26 years ago. Damn. I'm getting old, Bob. I'm getting old. Uh, you're dragging me right along with you, sir. 800-800-7234-800-800 radio. My name is John Clay Wolf. I buy cars on the radio for America's best car buyer, GiveMeTheVin.com. Not give me the weed, give me the VIN, V-I-N.com. <laughs> and we'll be back in a sec. We'll be right back. More of the John Clay Wolf Show, presented by GiveMeTheVin.com, coming up. Now, back to the John Clay Wolf Show. Hit him up right now. 1-800-800-RADIO. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. A 12 uh, Wrangler Unlimited with 128,000 miles four-wheel drive leather. Was it worth 10 grand? Probably not. Oh, is it rougher than that? Is it rougher than that? No, it's not rougher than that. Tell me about it. I mean, I, I, I threw $10,000 out on the craps table. Anybody cover me? Anybody cover me? Hello? Hello? No. You're not going to cover me. What no, we? I'll probably keep it for that. What do you want for it? What's I'll just keep it for what's, that. What's it take to buy it? Um, man, I, I'd be honest with you, it'd probably be in the mid-teens. Mid 
with 128 on a on an eight year old Jeep. Is it lifted? In in like, does it have? It is. Yeah, but like, is it okay? Tell me about the lift. To tell me about what's spent on it. How much money was spent on it above and beyond a stock Jeep? Uh, probably about with the tires. You probably around three grand, I guess. Okay, so it's not a blow me down kind of package. No. Do this. I, I'm thinking with a lift kit. I'm thinking fifteen. So. Go to okay. give me the VIN, give me the VIN.com, load it up, and uh, let me take a look, see, look at the Carfax, and okay. I'll write out anything that's wrong with it. it. Check engine light, ABS light, dummy light, whatever it's got. Whatever I have to spend gotcha. money on. Thank you, sir. David, 18 Cadillac Escalade ESV, the long one, the suburban luxury. Is it, what color is it? Black on black. Black on black. 29,000 miles. Does it have a clean Carfax? Clean Carfax. Two right. sets of keys. Just put new tires on it. Okay. An 18, so it's three years old. Um, does mid 40s, mid to upper 40s buy it? I got a Carvana for. 47000 and I got one of those uh, ones you do at the dealership online for forty six. Okay, so if I knock them both off and go uh, 48000 do we have a deal? 48500 yep, got a deal. So you bump me 500 JD, I know you're a car professional. Should I take the $500 bump? Yes! Yes, JD said yes, David. Done. Yes. Ding, 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 so ding, I ding, bought ding. your Cadillac Escalade for 48500 with a clean Carfax in great shape. And I beat all the competitors badly. Very badly. Go to Give Me the Vin right now, load it up, tell them what we did in the info box, and we'll get it handled. Thank you. Back with more of the John Clay Wolf Show after this. Presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. From the Wolf Radio Studios, it's time for the John Clay Wolf Show. Presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. Call John. Toll free. Cheap bastards. 1-800-800-RADIO. 800-800-RADIO. Now, John Clay Wolf. So we threw uh, a line out to listeners about dating apps. We are talking about catfishing a minute ago. Sarah, what have you got? Hi, good morning. Hi. You're on. Yes, I'm here. S- I'm here. Yeah, Come yeah, on. go. You're on. You're on the air. You, you called. You said pen, uh, plenty oh, of fish out. Okay. Yeah, I was talking about that. Yeah, plenty of fish. It's it's a it's a horrible sight. I don't like it at all. I mean, besides the fact that if you look through the pictures, you'll you'll see a really young one, but then when you get towards the end, you'll see how old they are or. Or whatever. It's like they post a picture from them in the '80s, and then you know the 21st century. You're like, damn, that's old, you know. But the thing I don't like about it is that you can, um, you somebody will list their occupation as like a doctor or a lawyer or whatever, and their education, um, their highest level of education is like high school or associate's degree. And I know damn well in the United States of America, you know. You have to have a freaking PhD or, you know, higher level math. So, you know, I know that's a bunch of crap. And then also when they post that they're this great job, you know, I know that people can spell, you know, and they can, they have grammar, you know, they, they don't have grammar, they don't know how to spell, they don't, so, so it's, it's total catfishing. And then, you know, they'll want you to call them on WhatsApp or Hangout. You know, and you know that WhatsApp, you can make international calls for free because it's, you know, over the Internet. So, right. And I've even had somebody call me, or, you know, I've actually talked to somebody, 
that uh, wanted me to pay $50 for a Google account for them so they could talk to me on the phone. And I'm like, hell no. You know, there's a lot of really cute military people, but they're, you know, actively in Afghanistan, you know. Dump it. I am Sarah, 49. You can't, you can't. You can't cuss. So when you say old, when these guys are old, how old are they? Uh, you know, like in their 60s, late 60s. Well, I'd say 60s. Wow. But, I mean, it's like they... Have I you mean, ever bedded a man, man in his 60s? Really no. Have you? No. I'm a... I, I have not. Okay. Have you ever... I mean, where's your cutoff? Um, probably 59. That's me. 59. I got seven years. I got seven years worth before I before I hit 59. <laughs> there we go, sir. We Bob, it's a, what was it? It was Mr. Bobbo 88 on uh, Plenty of Fish. Oh, man. Thank you for calling. It's going to be bad. Rusty. Yeah. What's your story? Oh, I got catfish pretty bad. Yeah. I was new to that whole dating thing <clears throat> and uh you know the pictures look great and talk to her and all that but she must have had a really really powerful computer or something to do the photoshopping that she did <laughs> yeah like a, like a mega computer <laughs> the time it took up like a, a bitcoin mine <laughs> yeah she was mining bitcoins <laughs> she didn't mind my coin because I spent way too much on this guy. I wasn't smart like you. I didn't just ditch the side. And I had a perfect exit and I didn't do it. I was I played the gentleman part and it was expensive. Right. Uh, was Why was it expensive? Well, this, to feed them big girls, she wants an appetizer and a full entree and a dessert and a bottle of wine. Oof. I got hit like for a hundred. Yeah, I got hit for like a hundred twenty-five. She was just going to town on me. Did you go ahead and, and close it down like, at the end just to feel good about yourself? About your investment? <laughs> you mean give her a hug? I gave her a hug. <laughs> I mean, you, I mean, you'd already you'd already spent all the money for the ride. Did you take the ride or did you pass? No, 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 no. I, I, no riding there, but <laughs> Jim, Florida. Yeah. What, yeah. what 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 do you got? Yeah, man, I uh I met this chick on a dating site and uh anyway I, I got pictures of her and everything. She and uh she told me she looked nice and everything. I told her all about me and stuff like that. So we agreed to meet at a uh we agreed to meet at a restaurant that I frequented. And uh when I got to the restaurant she was there and uh Anyway, we sat down, we were having some drinks and stuff like that. And just before we were about to order dinner, she says, um, so did you get a room? And I said, what's that? And she said, did you get a room? And I said, uh, hang on just a second. I said, I, I got to go to the bathroom real quick. So, so I went to the bathroom and... I called her on the phone and I made her, I, I, I let her listen to the uh, toilet flush and everything. And I told her, I said, listen, I said, I think I made her, I made a real mess of myself. And and she says, what do you mean? And I says, well, I, you know, I, I did a number on myself and 
and anyway, I, that was my way of getting rid of her. So I, I went back out to the uh, back to the dining area, and man, she split. She took off. She was gone. Why did you want to get rid of her? Because she, she it turned out she was a prostitute. <laughs> and that, and that, and that's what happens with these dating sites a lot, man. They, it turns out that they're prostitutes. And the other thing is, catfishing isn't what the uh, young lady was saying. Catfishing is when they they get you on, they get they they actually hook you into who they are, and you're all into them and everything. And next thing you know. Because uh, this one chick did it to me one time. She says, "Hey, listen, uh, I'm in, I'm in need of some money really bad." And I and she says, uh, "Is there any way you could go to Walmart and wire me some money?" Yeah. And I said, uh, "Really? Well, how much do you need?" And she says, "Well, I need about five hundred dollars if you can do it." And I said, "Oh, sure, I'll do that." So I get online. I got her a fake barcode. From a from a supposed Walmart card, and I sent it to her. <laughs> and she went to Walmart and tried to get the five hundred dollars, and she called me up. She says, "Hey, she says that barcode's not working." I said, "Yeah, that's right, it's not working." I said, "What do you think I am, a fool?" You know? <laughs> no, Jim. No, Jim. We do not think you're a fool. <laughs> wow. I think he's right. That is the gig. That's what I thought catfishing was. I mean, yeah, that's what it is. But it isn't just it isn't just girls or women that lie. You know, men do it too. Of course. Just to be fair, men do it too. They send you pictures of them of their I don't know six foot handsome cousin or brother, and then they show up. You know, so like yeah, looking like uh-uh. Red Fox. <laughs> yeah, it's like who are you? You know what I mean? You're somebody's uncle, somebody's grandpa. Uh uh-uh, uh, we want the picture. Come over Definitely. to the yard. Let me show you a good time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, Look, my yeah. fist talk my son Lamont. Get him out in the yard and beat his ass. It's mm-hmm. fun. What? What's the worst date you've ever been on, G? What about the creepy guy that just won't quit? That just keeps the coming, worst date. Like, the, hey. the worst date that I've ever been on was many, many years ago, and this guy he was so busy talking about himself that he literally didn't notice me, didn't pay attention to me. I tried to tell him, I was like, these, this lobster tail, it doesn't, it doesn't smell right. It, it, it tastes like my cat litter box smells and he wasn't Mm. listening. And I started to get sick to my stomach. You know what I mean? So I'm trying to play it off and I can feel it. And there's a point at which you realize you're not going to make it to the bathroom. Right. So he's busy talking to himself or talking about himself, doesn't realize the distress I'm in. And I just put my head down and threw up in the dish and put the napkin over it. And he never noticed. I think he might have, though, because he never called me back. I wasn't interested anyways. But, yeah, it's definitely the worst date. I took a gal in college. I was all excited, you know, went and got the new outfit. It It was a date that I've been wanting to have for a while. And we went to this Mexican restaurant. And it was outside. Everything's perfect. And a bird crapped on my head. And then he crapped in the chips. And that's not sexy. Birds can suck that way, man. That is gross. But when a bird craps in your head. Well, I went and washed my hair out in the sink at at Joe T's. (laughs) And, um, And we wound up... Going back to, I had a bar 
um, back then in college. And we went back there and drank and listened to the Pina Colada song on the jukebox. I love that song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and she was, I remember she was all like, my parents love this song. And it, everything was going great. You know, it was one of those deals. Everything was just going great. It just couldn't be better besides the bird mm-hmm. crap it in my head. And then it, when it was over, just boom. That's it. Never talked to her again. Really? She catfished me. Yeah, oh, I fed yeah, her. See? Drank her. Yeah. Took one for the team. Bird crapped in my head. It's over. Just like this segment. I mean, but we'll you've got great hair, too. Thank you, G. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I, I condition it with bird <clears throat> excrement. Bird poop? <laughs> it works. We'll be right back. Waiting for the More of the John Clay Wolf Show, presented by GiveMeTheVin.com, coming up. Now, back to the John Clay Wolf Show, presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. Call them toll-free, 1-800-800-RADIO, 1-800-800-RADIO. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. Bobo, we've got Brian's on hold here saying the reason you're not having any luck on dating apps is because your name sounds like a clown or a hobbit. <laughs> Brian, are you there? Yes. Yes. What pen? What pen name do you suggest that Bobo changes to? Because he's been Bobo for forty years. Bitcoin eighty-eight. Somebody will mine for him. Ah. Okay. There you go. Thank you. Good tip, Brian. Thanks. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. It's all good. 800-800-7234. 800-800-RADIO. We talked about doing letters to Gigi a while back, mm-hmm. and we have some. Gigi, I don't know if you know we've got some. Super excited. And this, actually, this is a good intro song for that because it's Letters to Cleo is the band, so I guess we'll rename this song Letters to Gigi. Yay! What have we got, Bob? You've got the letters, don't you? Uh, hello, I'm Johnny Cash. Oh. Uh-oh, hold on. Uh what is this music, John? <laughs> it's um, some old 90s one-hit wonder deal. Like huh. you, Johnny Cash. Well, that's fine. Sounds like one of the later Christopherson pieces, maybe. Okay. Well, tell, me about the, tell me about the letters to Gigi. This one comes from the Darrington unit. It reads, Dear Gigi. So it's letters from prison? This particular one is. Okay. I'll leave my time card at the door. Dear Gigi, I've been listening to the John Clay Wolf Show for several years. Group of us here at this prison unit love the show and almost idolize John. No, we're not going to show up at the studio the first day we get out, John. Thank you. That spooks me. We talk about the show each and every week amongst ourselves, and we've enjoyed your recent addition to the show, Gigi. Yay. I've been in prison for about 10 years for vehicular manslaughter. There are many black women employees at this unit as guards. Now, I'm a white guy with some style and, quote, sauce. (laughs) Ask DJ Pre-K if you need that defined. (laughs) I grew up in the suburbs, and while it wasn't all white, there weren't a lot of black people around. Since I've been at this unit, though, I've found that I'm very attracted to black women. Uh This is my question. 
Is this a documented phenomenon? A result of my environment? Or do you think I've just come to a greater level of self-realization? I really would like to hear your expert opinion on this. Your friend, JT, Darrington Unit, Rocheron, Texas. Wow. Well, well, JT, I, I would like to think that you have come to a greater level of self-realization because you've got a lot of time on your hands to, to think about what really matters. That's so not all I've I got on say. my hands these days, GG. <laughs> joke, joke. Cut off his tallywhacker. Oh. Yeah, so I would definitely Jesus. say you've come to know what you really want. That was kind of Cruella right there. What? <laughs> <laughs> you seem to mix signals, gal. Well, I think I think, by, by the sound of his voice, he might have like been a bit of a racist all of his years. Just a and now tiny he's coming bit. out of it. He's coming out of it. That's positive. And he's wondering what's happening. Yeah, it's a good thing. Yeah, just yeah. a tiny bit. So, yeah. Gigi, that's all you've got for him. Well, the guy I mean, writes you this big letter, and you say, "Oh, great." He would have to be. He would have to be on the outside. You know what I mean? He's surrounded by a lot of black women and maybe he had some thoughts about black women before he went in, but he's got them for sure now. But, you know, we need to be more than your fetish or your fantasy. Oh, you know, mm -hmm. I had an Asian woman tell me that once. What? Well, OK. Yeah. She no. And she was right. Once? She was right. But she had seen that so many times that she kind of assumed that I was I was coming from there. And I'm not, dude. I'm like, I'm one of the most earnest fellas you can run into. If you can catch me sober, we're good. Well, I mean, you want someone to date you because you're you and you happen to be whatever ethnicity you are, not because you're whatever ethnicity you are and then you happen to be you. So. Absolutely. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, but, you know, maybe he's come to a realization and maybe he's had those thoughts all along. And now he just wants to act on them. And having said that, can I just say, big girls need love too, okay? Mm -hmm. Amen. And, and maybe Thank he you. just watched a lot of Soul Train as a young man. There you go. Who didn't watch Soul Train? Okay. I loved it. Don Cornelius. I know, right? <laughs> it was good. I want to go what's, down the Soul Train line. What's the other, what's the other um, letter, Bob? You want to hear the other one? It's yeah. kind of it's kind of short and sweet. These, are, by the way, in both of these cases, these just came in recently. I guess letters to Gigi's going to be a thing. I'm so no, excited! The, I can't wait. Write me a lot. And these are. I want to hear the one from the girl that that with the guy and wants oh, advice. Okay, okay. I've got a good one. I've got that too. Uh, we have time for this, Charlie? Yeah, we got yeah. a couple minutes, right? All right. Let me dig this up. Now, this is something. This this came from um, a woman named Holly. Okay. And it reads, I have a dilemma, and you seem like the group of guys that would give me a straight answer. My boyfriend of a year now, but he was my F buddy for five years, wants me to get more pleasure from his friends. You know how guys like to send around their naughty pics? My boyfriend's been texting me his friends' pics, and he seems happy to have me look and see what I like. I'm not giving him any reason that I'm looking for more or even freezing him out of her bed. I'm very giving in all ways, but he thinks I need a bit more than he can give. Maybe something different out of my comfort zone and maybe more of it when he's not around. I was shocked in the beginning, thinking all kinds of things and wondering, was he trying to pawn me off to break up or set me up somehow? Well, I'm willing more than not these days after talking about it. I haven't had grand conquests nor one night stands. I've only been with two other men and they were my husband at the time. 
But now he's on the fence. He obviously didn't realize that I would possibly want this. I'm frustrated because I feel this was all on him. It was his idea. Please give me your honest advice and a committed man's perspective, being that you're a man-whore group of guys. Love, Holly. I mean, so, so like, I just, I, first I have to ask, is it normal for guys to send their friends pictures of their tallywhackers? No. No. You know what I mean? So, like, how come he has pictures of his friends' uh, tallywhackers? <laughs> and then, to me, it seems like he just wants to break up with her but doesn't know how. So if she says, yeah, I'll do that, then she's going to be, uh, he's going to be mad at her. He's going to use that against her. If she says no, then he's going to say, well, you're too uptight. And so I don't want to be with you. You know what I mean? So like, mm-mm. no, sweetie. Yeah, it it's could a be lose-lose a, situation. Could be like a, he shouldn't have pictures of his friends, tallywhackers to begin with. It could be like gay? a schemey kind of thing. I think you may be right. What occurred to me was that she seemed to me, honestly, to be the type of gal that might be quite possibly readily available soon and I've called and called and called <laughs> and she hasn't picked up yet <laughs> she's looking for big daddy big papa I know. And it kind of hacks me off because when you send these letters in ladies especially please include your Facebook handle your Instagram handle let, let, let you know let the producer of the John Clay Wolf show know where he can find you <laughs> wow. because we need to flesh these things out a bit before we go and Correct me if I'm wrong. Before a live national audience, mm-hmm. with this half a story, because we need pics of you too. Wow. Well, I think that I think he's just done with her. I don't think he really yeah. cares about her, and he's just wanting to. Uh, they're just going to train on her before they throw her away. Right, he's giving himself an sure. out. I think so. You know, he just doesn't have the courage to say. And and he doesn't have the courage to say he doesn't want to be with her. But they started out as F buddies. And what I see a lot of relationships, they start out as F buddies. And then one person wants more and the other person doesn't. And it causes problems. Right. And she's obviously a very nice woman. I mean, when you're like, hey, man, this is some really good stuff. And you call your buddies and like, come on over, take a ride. I mean, no. hey. Right. Honey, look at the no. unit on this guy. And it's no. probably not even the dude. He probably just grabbed a picture off the Internet and showed it to her. Like, what do you think? She's like, I like that. And he's like, yeah, she likes it. She's down. Come on. Come on, everybody. hundred bucks. Bring me a hundred bucks a piece. I'm hooking you up. Yeah, now he has a complex because she's like, ooh, I want that one. So instead of catfishing, he's carp fishing. <laughs> he's capitalizing. Yeah. yeah. And Monica. she's confused. All right, we'll be right back. My name's John Clay. <laughs> I don't know what I do here. We'll be back. <laughs> Presents the John Clay Wolf Show. We'll be right back after this. Selling your car is so easy. GiveMeTheVin.com is simple, fast, A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau and has thousands of Google reviews. Enter your VIN or license plate number, a couple of pics, and prepare to be impressed. You'll always get the best offer on your vehicle because if they can't beat your CarMax offer, they'll pay you $100. Click GiveMeTheVin.com and get your check on the spot from America's best car buyer. Sell us your car. GiveMeTheVin.com. So easy you can do it in your It's time for the ride of the week. Oh, boy. In the words of our own DJ Prike, they drove up in this last Monday, and uh, Prike said, what is that? 
Well, it's a it's a big Toyota. It's a, and I know that Sienna traditionally for Toyota has been like their minivan portion of the market, right? Mm-hmm. Sienna's big, longer wheelbase, not so much that it's difficult to park. But man, this is a troop transport. It reminds me of the EM50 from the movie Stripes. Bill Murray, a lot of room inside there, man, and it's and it's full on luxury too. I mean, the all new Toyota Sienna. This is the XSE model seven passenger van. Uh, I could see long trips in this thing. The front end console, okay, the cockpit console has like a place for a cat to sleep on the bottom. That big empty space? <laughs> yes. It's got like a slip proof surface and you can carry anything you want. It's got the bus driver mirror up top because you can fit a lot of people into this thing. And the, the back captain's chairs are just as comfortable as the front end. I tell you what, when you told me, we, all right, we got a minivan coming in, I'm like, no, not a minivan, no. But you know what it was? It was a swagger wagon, man. That thing looks sporty. I had people saying, hey, what is that? It's like, it's a minivan. Everywhere I went. No, that's a minivan. It's like, yes, so sporty looking. Really, the red with the black rims on it, the trim of it, it really did. It didn't make you feel like you're the soccer mom at all. You got that swagger wagon. And here's something Toyota can do, and I'm I'm flat amazed by it. Fuel economy is 36 miles per gallon. Now this this is a hybrid. The engine charges the battery as you ride in eco mode, and that's a handy handy deal. Now I know a lot of people are strong proponents of electrical cars, and I'm not I'm not by any means against that. But going to find a charge is the equation of going to fill your tank with gas, mm-hmm. right? And that can be out of the way in certain parts of the country. Um, this one saves you a lot of that trouble because it's charging while you're driving. That's a handy deal. And on a two and a half liter four cylinder engine, you're getting a lot of power. I mean, when you hit it, it takes off. And that's not what I'm used to in a minivan. Now, what's the price point on it? Because to me, it looked like $60,000 vehicle. Yeah, well, that's that's amazing too. Forty seven five. Man, yeah. that's some swagger right there. <laughs> so customize all you want. The uh, all new Sienna comes with a whole lot. Sienna XSE is what we looked at from Toyota Motor Company. You can see one today at your Toyota dealers. Now, now back to the John Clay Wolf Show. Call him toll free. 1-800-800-RADIO. 1-800-800-RADIO. Now, John Clay Wolf. This whole online dating thing has gone too far, but we do have a caller from Tennessee, Lindy, that has a question. Lindy, you there? What's your question? (laughs) All right, John. My question is, so your caller you had a little bit back. He said, you know, you're given this false pretense of who this person is, the way that they look. You show up. It's not what you think. So on one count, like you said previously, you get so upset because you're like, I've been lied to. That's not great. Right. Two, and it's bad. Like, this is not a person you're attracted to. You know, it's just bad, you know. So, like, how do you jump from there? And the guy said, so, but I was there, you know. I did the deed. I took one for the team. <laughs> like, what does that even mean? What team are you? Who, who is the team? Like, you're losing in this scenario. And I want, I want Gigi's opinion, too. Like, as a female, is this like a male-female just difference? Like, females are like, we're running for the hills. We're like, oh, I forgot. I've got this thing. I've got to go. Texting your friend. Please call me with an emergency. Get me out of here. You know, like, how do you get from A to B in that scenario? Like, 
I mean, I just see it as like you're punishing yourself at that point. <laughs> I don't get it. So can y'all explain it to me or... You know, I, I like I like her question. And yes, even women, we do have ways that we get out of things. We have our girlfriend show up or call us and and we pretend we have to leave. But we don't take one for an invisible team that only has one player. So um, I, I absolutely love your question. You know, it is don't an, do that. It is an unfortunate use of, of uh, terminology. Take one for the team. But if. If you wound up getting lucky with the girl, you haven't taken one for anything. Like, that's a success. Well, I understand what she's saying, and I understand what he was saying. Really, what what he's saying is he believes in, in karma and luck and taking one for the luck team. Like, he's going to go ahead and dive deep and, and take a beating so that he can change his luck, and hopefully he'll have better luck in the future. He needs to break his, his dry spell. That's my take on it. Well, yeah. I don't know. Maybe he's breaking her dry spell, too. But, you know, back to my original comment, which is big girls need love, too. I don't get it. I don't understand how come everybody has a has a has a thing against big girls. We need love, too. I don't Nobody. have a thing against big girls. Really? Yeah, I'm, no. I'm, I am Mr. Dry Spell. It's practically my middle name these days. You know what I mean? Like, take one for the team. I mean, hey, buddy, mild misogyny is still misogyny. So, like, you know, go so, out. So, I just, I need to ask this question, okay? Um, so, like, one of my sons is 6'4", and the other one is, like, 6'1", or 6 feet. They only date, I promise, women that are, like, 5'2", and below. How come? <laughs> Help me understand that from a man's perspective. I want to know. <laughs> well, Dead um, silence. I really don't. Are they, are they well-built I mean, I, they're okay, Bill. You mean my sons or the girls they date? The girls, the short ones. Oh, they, yeah, they look nice. You know what I mean? They look nice. Are they well think, built? Are they stacked, Mama? Are they banging? Oh, you mean do they have hooters and tears? Um, I have a feeling they are. I think that's average. You know what I mean? But still, height-wise, you know, height-wise. Well, All yeah. that height is lost on a short girl. I'm not touching this. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're six foot tall. That's yeah, why you I'm six know. foot tall. Right. That's what I'm saying. You guys came it's from a big girl. It's intimidating. It's intimidating. Mm-hmm. And I mean, For like, what? Like, if there's a bad night out and 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 everybody gets a little drunk and maybe we get to arguing, then it, it could get out of hand and you could get your ass whipped by your old lady, and that's not what somebody wants. <laughs> no, you know, see, I don't, I totally don't get that. One of the greatest relationships I had was with this guy who was like five, eight. We had fun together and it was, he was great. Your and I, Huh? What? He was your spinner. It's an inside guy's joke. It's a bad joke. That's horrible. It's, it's reverse that's misogyny. <laughs> Lindy, that's thank so you bad. for calling. Tell uh, tell tell Holmes that uh, we're excited about the Gay Porsche Club of Florida. All right, he told me about that. Y'all have a good day. Thank Bye. you. <laughs> <laughs> DJ Pre-K, are you around? Shut your ass up. <laughs> okay. Good. So he always catches us up on ghetto slang terms. He calls it Brosetta Stone. And uh, it's yes, an yes. educa- educational moment here on the John Clay Wolf Show. Yeah. You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. I try to take, you know, my knowledge out the streets and put y'all up on some game, you know, and that way y'all little kids are using TikTok or something. 
You know, y'all know what they talking about. So, uh, this week's Rosetta Stone word of the week is Zaza. Zaza. Z a z a. Zaza. Okay. Y'all ever heard any any y'all people talk about hotels? Like hotel Zaza. In Dallas, yeah. Nah, not quite. This this is a, this is a street term, man. You, I'll give y'all some synonyms, man. You, if somebody talking about the Zaza, they might also be talking about some Thrax or uh, the Loud Pack. What? Yeah. You know? oh. Any ideas? No. Y'all I'm more know, confused y'all, now. Y'all ain't known that Zaza. Uh, is, is it like Thrax, like, like Anthrax, weed? Hmm. I, I'll, I'll give it to y'all in the rhyme. Okay, uh, look. All right. I'm the bomb like Gaza. You looking for that bomb, bud? I'll hook you up with Zaza. Oh, oh so it it's is weed. A, it's a G-G. weapon. It's a it's weapon. It's weed. You want it? Yeah. Zaza okay. comes from exotic weed. So you get oh. Zaza. Exotic. So it's like a hydro? No. Oh, yeah. The best of the best. DJ, did you hear me talking earlier about that? Uh, I, I know two people that have CHS, cannabis hyperimmune syndrome making them where the THC becomes toxic to you. So be careful with your Zaza. We'd hate for you to lose your uh, greatest pastime and your habit and your hobby all in one That's right. hit. That's right. You could Don't die get from it on day. that Zaza, baby. That's tough, man. Yeah, we, we got to get back to some Reggie or something. You know, this <laughs> stuff is too strong out here. <laughs> I need some of that good old brick weed. Amen. Hey, I want to take this. Uh, I want to take Jim real quick because he's got a truck I'm interested in. Um, we buy cars on the radio also during this show, and you can just go to GiveMeTheVin.com if you'd like to load yours up. Market's really high. Jim, I see you have a 17 GMC Sierra Denali, Dually, 32,000 mile four wheel drive, leather roof nav, and it says you just don't drive it. Yeah, I got about 30 vehicles on the dirt contractor in Abilene. Okay. Uh, I just never drive it. They don't have a good stick ball, so it's not pulling heavy loads. Mm-hmm. And it's got every option you put on spray and bed liner for factory and anyway. Does 55000 buy it? How much? 55000 I don't know. I guess I can think about that. It's uh, a present that got You there? You're breaking up. DJ, grab Jim on line three and, and grab Jim on line three and uh, and and y'all do it off air. I can't, I can't hear him. Um, James, what's your message? Uh, yeah, I had a comment for DJ. Okay. Uh, for, first of all, I'd like to say that I'm an equal opportunity lover. Okay. Um, but uh, she says she says all the time that once you go black, you never go back. But I've always said that everything tastes better on a cracker. There you go. <laughs> Ah. Oh, I love it. I love it. There's your love advice from the South Pole, sounds like. I love it. Windy down there. Let me get some crackers, baby. What time we got, Turley? You got a couple minutes. You're good. Okay. Um, Jared, Jerry Seinfeld's writing and directing a Netflix movie about Pop-Tarts. Yeah. Sounds stupid. Can we skip that one? Well, you brought it up. I mean, the B-movie sounded stupid, too, but actually it was really good. The Foo Fighters welcomed a special guest vocalist for a cover of Creep during... Uh, what, what, what's, the, what's the story here? Why is this important? Uh, well, it's going to be important to you because it's one of your favorite people, but we don't want to ruin the surprise. Okay. 
the fact is that the, the Foo Fighters will let just almost anybody sing with them when they're playing live. This is cut number 18. You want to have them guess who it is? Yeah. Okay. Well, they're going to tell you, but it's uh, still surprising. Would you please welcome our lead vocals, Dave Chappelle's here to come up and sing his song. I don't belong here. I love that song. I love it. (laughs) Dave can't sing. No. Hey, remember two weeks ago when PGA officials told uh, the golfer John Rahm that he'd have to drop out of the tournament because he's winning, that he was winning because he had tested positive in the middle of the tournament for COVID. Right. He actually bounced back to win the 121st U.S. Open at Torrey Pines last week. Here's one of the most memorable shots of that comeback in the tourney. Number 20. From 18 feet. Another one has landed. <laughs> the 72nd hole, this time for Long to take the lead in the U.S. Open. That was great, dude. I only I only like that because I saw it happen live on TV. Because my old drinking buddy, neighbor James, when there's a big tourney on, he comes over and uh, we drink beer and watch golf. That's what we do. An update on the Miami building collapse that was occupied. Um, they're only calling four deaths right now, but it's been, how, how many hours has it been? Like, it hasn't been 48, but it's getting there. Thursday morning, but they have a, 1 a.m.? 160 people are unaccounted for. Yeah, that's scary. In Miami. That's amazing that they haven't found more bodies yet. Hmm. It's yeah, a mess. Yeah. That location is what they call, the, they call pancaked. I actually listened to live coverage off and on while I slept all night last night. It's it, mm-hmm. The status has not changed much. Now, the, you know, a few people have made it out when you think 159 unaccounted for. But some people have made it out. And they said that it was a close call with them. And they got to the exit right before the whole thing crashed out. So that's a bad, bad deal. Uh, our friends in Florida, we are with you. Can you take us out? Yeah, you betcha. And we'll be back with more of the John Clay Wolf Show right after this. She took his hand and she led him along that golden beach. They watched the waves tumble over the sand. They drove for miles and miles of those twisting, turning roads. Higher and higher and higher they climbed. John Clay Wolf Show after this. Presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. From the Wolf Radio Studios, it's time for the John Clay Wolf Show. Call John. Toll free. Cheap bastards. I got something to say. 1-800-800-RADIO. 1-800-800-RADIO. So this gal. Clay Wolf. So this gal works for us. It give me the Vin. And right outside the elevator, there's a handicap parking spot. And I've been parking there for years. Now, she's got the handicap tag, and she's beating me to work. And she's taking my parking spot. Ah. And I'm worse off. I mean, I'm recovered paraplegic. I still have very bad balance. She does walk with a cane, John. 
Yeah, but I should be walking with a cane. I'm just tougher, and I don't. But, I mean, you've seen her walk, and you've seen me walk. Who's got it worse? Uh, I'm going to say you. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, by a little bit. By a little bit. I don't know her so, story, though. Well, who cares about the story? You can just see it with your own two eyes. Well, you should, I mean, shouldn't we just have a contest? Who deserves <laughs> the spot more? So how, how are we going to do this contest, John? Well, we both have a handicapped placard. Yeah. I own the company, and I own the building. So I can't really force myself into this. I, I don't know how to handle this situation. The solution's very simple, John. Mm-hmm. Carpool. <laughs> I mean, you know, if I say anything to her, she's going to sue me for something. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, no, surely not. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so why should I suffer because she's stealing my parking space? And if I let her go, then I'm sure that'll be a problem, too. We just need another spot. That's what yeah. we need. Yeah. Well, the good news is we're fixing to move and there's plenty more spots. But this has been bothering me for a while. I just didn't know how to handle it. You got like the sign, though, don't you, on the other slot? Yeah, but nobody pays attention to that. They just park there anyway. The one that says it's reserved for me. Yeah, yeah. Hell, Bob, I think you're parked there today. <laughs> no, no, I'm on the far end. Oh, okay. I'm right next to the stairs. Now, listen, I've had this a lot of times up here, John, over the last, like, three or four years. Like, I get to work. You know how ritualistic I am, right? Yeah. Every day is the same. I do the same thing on Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, whatever, okay? And when I get around that corner, I get to the other side of the dumpster, and somebody's parked in my spot, mm-hmm. I don't lose it, I don't go crazy, but it has destroyed the beginning of my day. <laughs> you know? And that's not that's not so much their problem. Most, most of the times that happens, people don't know. I don't have a sign. But, like, you know, most people know I've been parking there for, like, 14 years, right? <laughs> and it ruins the first part of my day, and I have to. First, I have to to just get over it, and second, I got to find out whose car that is and let them know. Like, hey, to move? <laughs> no, you can stay there for today. So, buyers, <laughs> please go park in Bobo's spot to ruin his day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it doesn't devastate me. It's not, and I'm trying to get a lot of steps anyway, right? Because I'm I'm on this weight loss binge. Right. So I really got no reason to complain. I can park at at the uh, health food store next door. And do a double take there. I get more steps and I pick up something healthy to eat. Okay. Know? So I really got no reason to complain. That's just one of those little, little twerks I've got. So, Mike, could we like put a cone in that spot until I get there? Uh, yeah, I think she'll move it though. I really I do. do. She's pretty strong willed. Yeah. And she's not that handicapped. <laughs> no. Because I didn't have a placard and then I went and got one just to. So that I could be official. And you showed it to her. Like, you right. walked up to her and started waving it at her. Oh, Look what I got. Yeah. Look what I got, honey. Better be on time because I'm taking that slot. Oh, man. That was my favorite episode of uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm in the last three years, man. The oh, handicap yeah. placard. That was awesome. I forgot about he that. He lost the guy's handicap placard after he borrowed it. And the guy was so pissed. <laughs> Something else that happened weird this week. We're in um, in one of our buy centers, and we take pictures. That give me the VIN. So when people drop their cars off, they hold up the give me the VIN sign. We take a picture of them with it and put it on our social media. And for some reason, somebody didn't take the picture of the customer with their car. And I guess the lady had seen it on social media. And I'd heard that she was offended that we didn't take a picture of her and said the reason we didn't take a picture of her is because she was overweight. Oh. 
Yeah. See, I had to do some damage control because of the buyer. She, in her words, were you know fat shamed her. Josh, what? are you there? Yes. What? So you you were the buyer on this deal. You were the guy that should have taken a picture of the lady in her car. You're the lady that offend, You're the one that offended her. Uh, apparently. And why did you offend her? Why did you want to hurt her feelings? Well, I didn't intentionally do it. It was just we had a crazy day going on, a bunch of check-ins, and um, uh, had she actually showed up for her appointment late. And so she had been sitting here for a little while because I had several other people that were ahead of her. And um, I know she had a long ride, and I just I just forgot about it. So I went out there and took a quick picture of her car, and she happened to be walking out um and said oh you didn't want to take my picture huh and i said no come on be glad to i'll be glad to take your photo with the car and she declined at that point and so then that's when turley let me know that she thought i did not want to take her picture because she was fat so did she not the case so did she go to management mike how did you find out about it oh an email a long email really oh yeah it was actually addressed to you but i just handled it (laughs) do you have it handy uh, Bobo, do you got it there? Yeah, I've got it. I've yeah. got it right here. Um, hi, Mr. Turley. Thank you for oh, responding to, to this situation. Oh, that's the that's the second no, one. No, yeah, go all the way down to the bottom. That's me oh, responding. Oh, here to you it. go. You know, Mr. Wolf, I felt really bad when I visited your store and brought my car down. I tell you why. There were a couple ahead of me, so Mr. Joshua asked me to have a seat and wait, and he would not be too long before he finished with those customers, which was fine. So after he gave them their check, he said, oh, come outside, let's take a picture. So they did. They held a sign up in front of them, in front of the vehicle. So meanwhile, I was excited to know that, wow, I'm getting my picture taken as well. Well, lo and behold, when he finished with my transactions, I was waiting around for him to ask me to come take my picture. Guess what he never did? So we walked out. As I was leaving, I said to him, I guess you do not want my ugly picture. He hesitated and said, oh, no, I just didn't think, but you can get your picture taken. I told him, no, that's okay. So I guess it's their choice who they want to capture to advertise for your company. I was heartbroken. Oh. I would have never known about taking yeah. pics if I was not sitting there and hearing him ask the couple in front of me to come out outside, let me get your pictures. Of course, they were a white couple. Maybe that was Oh, the no. But I did the same thing as they did, sold my vehicle, and got paid. Frowny face, frowny face, frowny face, frowny face, frowny face, frowny face. Okay, Josh, here's what we're going to do. (laughs) Josh, here's what we're going to do. Find um, in the computer. We've got everything scanned. Look at her birthday. Find her birthday. And on her birthday, I want to order one of those things you stick in the front yard, like happy birthday in her name. And you go over there. And take a picture of her in front of that sign on her birthday. Maybe that'll make her feel better. And in the meantime, if it's if it's a long way away, just go to gordonboswell.com. Oh, yeah, we could do that. For flowers for perfect circumstances like this. I know it's worked for John, and it could work for you, too. Gordonboswell.com. <laughs> yeah, she, she drove from quite a ways away in uh, Mississippi. And the other oh, wow. reason is uh, her, her air was not working that well in the vehicle. And so mm-hmm. I figured she had a long ride. She had traffic she sat in. She had to wait for these other customers. And I just. I oh, you it. slipped that in. Obviously. She had to wait. She had uh, to wait. Was, yeah, well, she sat through traffic and then she had to wait for the other customers to get done. I figured she was probably ready to get back on the road, whatever it was. 
and I blew it, obviously, but it was not intentional. I didn't mean to do it because of her skin color or her size. I mean, I take pictures of, if she saw all the other pictures of people that I take, it's not anything. I mean, obviously, we're in Baton Rouge. We got some, you know, some yahoos that come over here and take photos. So. <laughs> wasn't wasn't anything like that. When we cut corners, when we cut corners, mm-hmm. the right, corners Josh. are cut. Did you learn anything today, Josh? Absolutely. Uh, Sometimes you just got to take one for the team. Sometimes you just got to take one for the team, boss man. Yeah, do something nice for her. send her some. Yeah, send her some flowers at Gordon Boswell's. They, they, they support our show. I mean, I, I feel bad. I mean, the, the the whole situation is ridiculous. That 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 happened. That she even noticed. Most people don't even want us to take their pictures. Right. But the fact it hurt her feelings, that is the last thing I want to do. It's not a business thing. It's just a personal thing. I don't want to hurt some gal's feelings where she, like, has to write a letter and, and thinks that she's so heartbroken that we were, like, judging her. That's not the case at all. Uh, See, anyway. you are a sweetheart. Well, I mean, that's just, mm-hmm. yeah, you don't want to, you don't want to be, I mean, that, 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 that's no good. Obviously, mm-hmm. it busted her balls or she wouldn't have written the letter. Yeah. No matter how it badly. happened. It's like yeah. old Robbie Eads used to say, right, John? You don't buy a man's car. You buy 10 cars from a man over the course of a lifetime. <laughs> okay. Keep them coming back. I don't do this because it makes me smile. I don't think anybody knows what you're talking about. I know. That's, I was that's just fun. thinking that's pretty inside, but that's absolutely yeah, true. I was trying to think, is that Mr. Ed? or No, it's no, Rob. It's, it, Bob and I used to work, so I owned a company called Wolf Ford Dodge. It's Vernon Auto Group, and that's mm-hmm. where I met Bob, and he worked up there for a while, and there was a 75-year-old salesman, Robbie Eads, and he was teaching Bob how to be a car salesman. Yeah, you don't sell a man a car. You sell a man 10 cars over the course of his lifetime. <laughs> it does sound like a horse, though. <laughs> All right, my name's John Clay Wolf. I buy cars <laughs> on the radio for America's Best Car Buyer. Give me the VIN.com. Com presents the John Clay Wolf Show. We'll be right back after this. Now, back to the John Clay Wolf Show. Hit him up right now. 1-800-800-RADIO. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. Katie, you're on the air. Good morning. Hey, good morning. You have a 17 Camaro SS, 2 SS? 2 SS, yes, sir. Were you a... 50th anniversary. Yeah? How many miles? Fully loaded. Um, about 53 and some change. You drive it I don't know exactly. Why are you selling it? Yes. <laughs> well, because I inherited a 2012 that I have to care for for my uncle so okay. his daughter can drive. His granddaughter can drive. He recently passed away. I inherited the care of it, so I need to keep that thing running. The girl can only have so many Camaros, you know? Right, right, right. Are you married? <laughs> no. Okay. No. That, that was what I thought. Not, not, I mean, just most women that are driving Wranglers or Hot Rod Camaros... Don't have husbands. Oh, <laughs> no husband, no kids. So I've been driving Camaro since. My dad bought me my first Camaro when I was 18 years old. That's awesome. And yeah, so I've had a, a, a 45th anniversary, a 30th anniversary, a 45th anniversary, and a 50th. What color is this so, one? This one's a gray. Gray. Stick or automatic? Yeah, like a uh, automatic. Okay. The only thing that I did, the chin spoiler. I have a little damage to the chin spoiler, mm-hmm. which I've never done to any of my other Camaros, but this one, I don't know, came out to get me. But um, but that's the only thing. I mean, everything else is pristine. 
interior is clean, beautiful. So. You think we could fix it for five hundred dollars? I think so. Okay. Does twenty? I really think so. Does twenty? Does twenty? Does twenty-five thousand buy it? What about twenty-six? That's what I owe the bank. That's what I'm banking on. Twenty-six just to pay off the bank. Well, I've, so I'm twenty-six-five with the repair to the little bit of damage. I think uh, I'm in fifty thousand miles. Man, it's close. Do this. Go give me the VIN.com. Load it up. And let's, okay. let me take a hard look at that damage so I can determine what it's going to cost to fix. And then if I can, I will give you 26. We're really close. I bet we'll get there. Okay, awesome. Thanks, Katie. We'll be right back. More of the John Clay Wolf Show presented by GiveMeTheVin.com coming up. And now we return to the John Clay Wolf Show presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. Call in 800-800-RADIO. And now... Senor Juan Clay Wolf. On this day in 96, Van Halen announced that Sammy was no longer a part of the band. Oh. And he'd been been replaced by their former frontman, David Lee Roth. What? In 96, they announced that Sammy was gone? Yeah. Yeah, that was he actually lasted in the band for for a little while. Did you hear what Hagar said? No. (laughs) He. Hagar called the band's decision a, quote, devastating, backstabbing disappointment. And I didn't like it, it either. But in 96, they brought David Lee back, but they only cut one new album, and that was just a few years ago. It was a greatest hits album. He did two songs. One of them was called Me Wise Magic, and I don't know what the other one was. You can't get this stuff no more, something like that. And they were both pretty good songs, but like, you, like I don't know. I think they did artistically leaps and bounds with Sammy Hagar and the band. I don't think you can compare the two versions of Van Halen. But with that being said, I've got two backward Van Halen tracks, what I'm calling Van Hagar tracks. Thank you very much. If you can okay. correctly identify these two songs by their titles, we'll get you some Van Halen music from our friends at Born Late Records and a Sell That Bitch t-shirt and a photo of us nice guys on the show and whatever the hell else I can dig out. All right. All right. Here's track one. Mm-hmm. And I identified that song and the numbers 800-800-RADIO. 800-800-7234. Here's track two. So I would have gotten number one. Obviously, I'm looking at the answers, but I would not have gotten number two. Number two is pretty deep, isn't it? Well, they're both, to give you a hint, they're both songs that feature Sammy Hagar on lead vocals. Well, that's why it's called Van Hagar. Yeah. Right. That's your first and second hit. But the second one, was that even a hit or was it just a deep cut? I mean, it's in their list of singles for airplay. Yeah, absolutely. Can play it again? Yeah, I've never heard it. Hmm. Okay, so name that song and then hit the first one again, Mike. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty easy. <laughs> that one, that that first one's easy, but the second one's tough. Call in 800-800-RADIO, and um, the first person to guess both of them wins all the stuff. While we're waiting on that, Jamie in California, good morning. Good morning. How you doing? Good, good. What you got? got an idea for you. Okay. 
Hey, you were talking about how you're a little hurt over that handicapped parking place. <laughs> and I, I have a placard, too, and I know the feeling. Sometimes you pull up and you can't get one. Uh, right. You own the place, right? I mean, it's yes. yours. Yes. Simple solution. Add a few more signs. Okay. Makes sense. I will. We're fixing to move. A few more signs and, you know, a little more access for people. We've grown so much that we're moving offices, and um, the new one has a ton of, it's got like 200 parking spots, so we're all good. But uh, I hear you. Is this the first time you listen to the show? No, I've been listening to you guys for a while now. I live out in California, here you on KLOS every Perfect. day. Perfect. Glad you're riding along. Joel, Joel, good morning. You're on the air. Joel, turn down your radio, Joel. Joel, I'm putting you on hold, Joel. Joel, you there? You ever get high, Joel? <laughs> nope. All right. Apparently so. Uh, I, I see a lot of other people on here on hold, and most of their comments are um, comments I can't take to the air. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but they are funny, and I'd like to read them, but I don't want to get in trouble. Okay. Yeah, Tim's okay. not that one there. So the podcast goes up at 2 o'clock. Maybe we could read them on the podcast when we're off the air. Mm-hmm. Time you listen to the show. Robert, good morning. You're on the air. Good Colorado. Hey, John. Hey, hey. California. Right. What's your guess? Turn your radio down, Bob. I want the uh, hot summer nights, and I can't drive 55. <laughs> Neither one. In 55 was Sammy doing a solo deal. These are both Van Hagar gigs, That's a both fact. those songs. Jack. But thank you. 800-800-7234, 800-800-RADIO. Tim, good morning. You're on the air. Hey, how you doing? This is Tim and Rancho Cucamonga. You might remember me as Dwayne's uh, C8 connection. Okay. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, um, I was just calling in to give you a quick uh, point of view on the big girls. Oh, I thought it was the Van Halen thing. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no. Um, Yeah, I've been out of hope for a while. That's okay. I just wanted to make it real quick. You know, that they say that, you know, big girls are like mopeds. They're a lot of fun to ride. Yeah. But you can't let your friends catch you on one. Oh, this is one of those. I got this screwed up. I wish I would have saw that. I wouldn't have taken. Oh, oh well. Adam, good morning. You're on the air. Good, good morning, sir. Hey, hey. What's the answer to the Van Hagar backtracks? Oh, for me? Yeah. Uh, let's go with. Uh, let's go with. Uh, why can't this be love? And then the other song is off of balance. I want to say Panama Red. Negative to both. Brian, good morning. What are your answers? Good morning. I've got Compo and Summer Nights. Negative. Turley, play it one more time. Here's number one. Cut two. Tom, you're on. You're on the air. Good morning. What are your What are your Hello? What's the answer? Hello. Yeah, Tom. What's the answer? You're on the air. Uh, the second one's Amsterdam. The first one's uh, 
feel so good when love comes around. I, I think that's the title for it. You got 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 it. Good job. Amsterdam, good pick. And I believe that song does mention Panama Red, doesn't it? Yeah, that's in the lyrics. Damn right. Where are you calling from? Hmm. Where are you calling from, Tom? Uh, I'm out of Riverside. Cali. KLOS. Cool. We, I'm going to put you on hold. DJ yep. Pre-K, grab Tom's uh, address and mail him the swag. Good Thank going, you. Tom. That was. Uh, I, I tried to make that hard on purpose, John. I have never heard Amsterdam. What song? Was that on balance? Really? I happen to work in a building with an old friend of mine. Keith Vaughn was the program director of a rock station down the hall when I ran a hot country station in 86, I think is, uh, no, no, 90, 95, 96, when balance came out. And they were like a real rock station. And that was one of the songs that they played. But if you look at, you know, a list of singles by Van Halen, that's one of the songs that came off that album. It kind of stepped back a bit from the four Unlawful Carnal Knowledge album where they had those big, huge hits. Mm-hmm. Balance was more of a like a real rock album. It's uh, If you haven't checked it out, you got the Apple Music, right? Mm-hmm. Just do it. Just do it. I just You'll pulled it, it up. It's not on their essentials, that's for sure. No, no. But it was it, it got airplay at the time. What's the time, boss? You got two minutes, sir. Two minutes, sir. Did y'all see this story about the woman that's blowing pot smoke into boiling water before she puts the lobsters in it and yes. blow it in the lobster's nose so it's more humane? <laughs> yeah. She's getting the lobsters stoned before she kills them. I mean, she's still burning them alive, but in <laughs> hunger now. I mean, they're hungry because they're stoned. And then she throws them in the water. That's just and they, odd. And they still of her. And they still scream, but it's more of a laughing scream, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean should, should the slaughterhouse blow um, blow pot smoke in the cow's face before they whack it in the head? <laughs> Free-range chickens, humanely killed chickens. We made them addicts, so it's humane. I mean, it's just chickens on crack, too skinny and nervous. Weird, 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 weird. Yeah, that's what happened to me, man. Hey, Tommy, what's up, Tommy? <laughs> yeah, but we used to do it with rabbits in the woods, man. What? Yeah? Yeah, because you can starve to death, man. If you get, like, if you get really high, man, and, like, listen to Black Sabbath 4, and, like, you got to eat, and there's nothing but rabbits. But uh, first thing, they run away, and then also it's sad uh, when you have to kill them. And it's 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 not as sad when you eat them, but if you get the rabbits high, oh wow, man! It's like the rabbits are like, okay, man, let's do it, you know? You're like, okay, get ready. I don't want to tell you the rest, man, because it's really sad, man. My old ex-brother-in-law used to get his dog stoned. Coney, named after the wheels on his car, Coney. <laughs> he'd hold his old snout and blow that smoke down. And then whenever Coney'd smell him lighten up, the Coney'd come running. Coney liked it. <laughs> and then Coney would eat the couch. Right. Is that legal to get your dog stoned? I don't know. I don't know. They say don't, don't leave your that. edibles out because dogs do get sick. And they, you know, we had somebody in that uh, office, remember? Oh, right. They left their edibles oh, yeah. out. 
her dog got into it and freaked out, and they spent like 500 on a $50 dog trying to save it. And all the dog needed was a cheeseburger. There needs to be a line. There needs to be a dollar amount that like comes in the instruction manual with a pet. Like You can't spend this much money in vet bills. Oh, dude, don't I even mean, get... I mean, like a car where it's totaled. Don't even get me started, <laughs> John. I joined this thing where I pay like 69 bucks a month for a, quote, wellness mm-hmm. plan. Okay, and right. all my vaccinations are covered. I get like checkup appointments, all the the medications that, that my dog takes, and every time I get in there, it's like an upsell fiesta. Well, you know, right. uh, we've uh, she looks like she's got some chips in her canine teeth, and uh, if we have to pull them, it's going to be one hundred sixty dollars, and then uh, like a uh, one hundred twenty dollars per tooth. I said, look, I don't want you pulling any. You just do what I brought her down here to do. And don't ever try to do this to me again. And I'm not mad because it's in your Google reviews, and I'm not surprised, but I'm also not paying for what I've already paid for, lady. Everybody's an upseller, man. Everybody's an upseller. I'm so sick of this upsell society. Dentists are the worst. I mean, look at where dentists live. I always like looking at where people live, and it tells you a lot about them. Dentists live in mansions. They they hammer your teeth. They charge. I mean, Gigi, have you ever had any dental work done? They charge you like two thousand a tooth or something crazy like that. They charge you for things that you didn't go there for, and then you walk away right. and you don't get what you wanted, but you get a really big bill. So yes, I have. It ain't no fun. No. We'll cover this and more when we return with more of the John Clay Wolf Show. John Clay Wolf Show after this. Presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. Now, back to the John Clay Wolf Show. Presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. Hit him up right now. 1 800 800 Radio. 1 800 800 Radio. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. Turley, have you gotten your vaccination yet? Oh, yeah. And it's uh, a month ago or whatever. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think about the anti vaxxers? What are the you worried about? The conspiracy theorists. What are they worried about? I don't. I don't understand. Is anybody? They got me worried, and I wasn't worried. I haven't gotten mine yet. I wasn't worried. I was fine. I wanted to get it, and now I've listened to all these conspiracy theorists, and they've gotten in my head. Hell, I don't know what to do. What I, are you worried about? I felt no different. I didn't have. I barely had a little. I maybe had a little pain in the first shot. Mm-hmm. That was it. The second, nothing in the arm. Wasn't sick. I mean, wasn't tired. Nothing like that. We've been taking vaccines for years. Yes. I don't know why mm-hmm. this one's so different. I mean, why, why don't we go back to polio and everybody can walk around with a club foot? I mean, right. a- HPV, easy is one, two, three. Say honey, don't ray me. HPV, don't eat. You can't say that. Mm-hmm. But, um, <laughs> I mean, there's vaccines for everything. Why is this one such a big deal? Because it's an agenda. They've turned it political. Yes. Yeah. I think people are scared so, because they came out with it so fast. And so people right. are, are afraid. You know, I had mine, no problems. My daughter, she's she'll be 16 in August. She had hers, and the second one, it like, it was hard for her. She was sick, tired, sore, headache, everything. But she's fine now. Doesn't it happen mm-hmm. with flu shots though too? Um, I think so. I yeah. don't get them, but she takes them, and she's fine with the flu shot. But this one was hard for her. Doesn't that happen with a happen with a whole bottle of whiskey too? <laughs> <laughs> but do you have to take this? Someone told me you have to take this thing like every six months or every year or something. They're talking, it's not a one shot willy. They're mm-hmm. talking about a possible booster this fall because we've got that other variant out there that's spreading rapidly. 
Oh. So does anybody have any knowledge of it, it, how long the vaccine's supposed to last? I didn't know. No, that. I figured it was yeah, a year I mean, at I, least. I, like we're gonna because that's what they're talking about is like the flu shot. There's going to be a certain time of the year that you have to. It's time to get your flu shot. It's time to get your COVID shot. You know, same thing. Right. I don't know. I, I I need to get my blood checked to see what my antibodies are because I had it, and I've also heard that people have had COVID. The uh, vax hits them a lot harder. Can hit them a lot harder. But yeah, I've read some wild stories. But and and I've talked to some people that are pretty intelligent that aren't just you know freak jobs that were telling me some pretty. I don't want to spread fear. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't gotten mine yet. I keep driving by the place, wanting to whip in there and get it, but for some reason I'm dragging my ass and a little nervous about it, which makes no sense. I want you to get it. I, I don't want to get it again. I do not want to have COVID again. That was not fun. It was not good. It, it was scary. And like when your blood, like you have that blood oxygen meter on your finger and it's getting down to 80 and you're like, well, if it's any lower, we got to take you to the hospital. And you know if you go to the hospital, you're like automatically dead. You're going into the death chamber. Um, I, yeah, I do not want to do that again. Mm-mm, no, I want you to did, get the vaccine to be did, safe. Yes. Did you have it, G? I had the vaccine. Yeah, I've had both of them. So no, did you have yeah. COVID? No, I didn't have COVID. Just a vaccine. And Bob, you didn't get COVID, did you? You're no, no, I, I got the Pfizer vaccine. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've been before. Uh-huh. No, I, I never got it. I never got it. I mean, I was and I was close to you, and like uh, we we had a couple cases around near the company, right? Mm-hmm. And I never I never got it. But man, I was I was really diligent about you know doing just those those basic necessary steps. You know, the vaccine's the same as the mask. Uh, I did not wear my mask when I was walking my dog alone outside. I didn't wear my mask when I was alone driving my car. If there's nobody there, they can't give it to me and I can't give it to anybody. It's like Turley early on, Turley said to me in in all earnestness, he said, common sense. Common sense is is what'll what'll keep you okay. And I've kind of right. I've kind of gone by that guidestone since the beginning of this thing more than a year ago, you know, and so far so good. Mm. So, and I, I don't think I don't I don't see any reason for people to fear or worry about the the vaccine, but it is a free country and it's your body and you do what you want, you know. Jim, did you get the vaccine? Jim, you there? Yeah. Jim in Long Beach. Jesus yes, Christ. Sir. Did you get the vaccine? Hell no. Hell no. Sorry, what was your me- anybody, but I ain't doing it. Well, what was your message here about uh, you? Co- you called in to tell us. Uh, well, I got a story about a friend in Mississippi who uh, he blows pot smoke into his chickens before he slaughters them. Okay, well, that's all. We've heard from Jim, <laughs> and and he is not going to take one of those shots either. <laughs> <laughs> there is such a thing as bird flu, though, and I don't know if I want to be that close to a chicken. Shotgun a chicken. Wow. <laughs> Jesus. Terrible, man. It's terrible. 800-800-7234. 800-what? Hold on. It goes even better, so it's that. Hold on. <laughs> ah, dang it. All that building. You gotta shoot it. 
<laughs> and then you got to. Yeah. There you go. There you go. It froze on me. I had it lined up. Chef wow. Turley. <laughs> the sound of Maestro. Hang on, Turley. Let's try it one more time, and we'll do it smooth and be quiet for you. <laughs> that's what his friend's doing. Well, that's what I think about the vaccines. <laughs> Tim, what you got? What's your story? Vax man. Oh, so, John, love the show. The deal with Thanks. the anti-vaxxers is what they're not doing is telling people the vaccine is experimental. They're not okay. telling people that you can still get COVID, and they're not telling people that you can still pass COVID to someone else. That's why people are against the vaccine shot. Thank you. Good morning. You're on the air. Hello. You're on the air. Tell me what you got. What's your story? I won't take yeah. it because I don't know where it's coming from. Yeah. I don't know where it's made. I don't right. want something made in China. Right. And I don't trust the people who are pushing it. Well, Do it's you? coming from Pfizer and Modesta. <laughs> Well, I mean, but think about all the other medicine you take at the doctor. You don't know anything about it either, either. Does it mean true? Facts. You just got her with facts, John. How well, dare you? I'm not trying to beat her. Put them on hold, pre-K. <laughs> um, I'm not trying to beat her. I just, I just, I, those comments sound great, but when you put in perspective that you go to the doctor and get loaded up with all this other stuff that, uh. You have no idea what it is either. Look at the perspective on Wolfman. <laughs> I'm so damn proud of you, man. Yeah. Yes. Let's see what let's see what this guy wants. What do you want? <laughs> Hello. You're on the air. You didn't click it. Click it again. Oh. Whoops. Hello. You're on the air. What do you want? Hey, man. I got a 2019 Cadillac Escalade. How many miles? 19,000 miles on it. 19,000. Last year, the old body style. What color? What color? What color? What color? Black with with that tan, or I guess dark tan leather interior. Does 60 grand put it to bed? Man, I need a little more than that. Don't we all? That's what she said. You mean that's it? What do you need? 63 and it's yours. 63, loaded up into GiveMeTheVin.com. My name's John Clay Wolf. I buy cars on the radio from people like him. Liz in Temecula. Hi. Hi. How are you? Tell me about it. I'm good. Um, well, <clears throat> I wouldn't get it. If you said that you had the... Uh, COVID. Yeah, you had the COVID. So you're basically, your body's already immune to it. Mm-hmm. And I, I wouldn't. I don't trust. I'm not going to get the vaccine. Vac- it's not a vaccination. I was also going to tell you to go up and look at the uh, Centers of Disease Control, their website, mm-hmm. and you could look up the, the acute reactions yourself um, and see all from like polio shots. All the vaccinations are on this website, uh, mm-hmm. Center of Disease Control, and you can even pull up the death that's happened after the they got that shot. I got you. Thank you, Liz. My name's John Clay Wolf. That music coming at me lets me know that I need to go to a musical interlude and a commercial break. So hang tight. Liz, sorry I had to cut you off. My name's John Clay Wolf. 
Brought to you by our sponsor, GiveMeTheVin.com. And in California, Give Me The Vin has an office in Burbank, in West Hollywood, and in Costa Mesa. So if you'd like to sell your car, you could drop them at either of those three spots near you, or we'll come pick it up. We'd rather you come bring it to us because it's hard to get around in traffic out there. On the 405, as you know, the COVID master coming off and the traffic's already stacked up. It's a pain in the ass. But it's a beautiful Saturday morning, and we hope you're enjoying it with us. Be right back. John Clay Wolf shows heard every week on great stations like Dallas Fort Worth's home for classic rock, Lone Star 92.5, and Tallahassee's rock station, WXSR X 101.5. Catch the live stream now online at johnclaywolf.com. Presents the John Clay Wolf Show. We'll be right back after this. We'll do it live. Do it live. I can. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Thing sucks. From the Wolf Radio Studios, it's time for the John Clay Wolf Show. Presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. Call John. Toll free. Cheap bastards. 1-800-800-RADIO. Now, John Clay Wolf. Don't. Don't. Did you know that Give Me the Vin is now the official buyer, official car buyer for the Gay Car Club of Florida? Oh, fabulous. Wow, that's impressive. I know it. I'm excited. I've been working on this for a long time. GiveMeTheVin.com is the official buyer for the Gay Car Club of Florida. See, I had this buyer. We called him the Porsche Queer. And you uh. talked about it on the radio right here, you know. Um, Tennessee Slim, Chad, the Porsche queer. And then the guys that heard about us in Florida, and he said he was the president of the Gay Car Club of Florida, and they have a lot of Porsches. And if I have a Porsche queer on staff, then probably we should get together. So that's how that went down. That just sounds all kinds of wrong. You know that, right? No, I mean, why? what's wrong with it? They named their company the Gay Car Club of Florida. I have a Porsche queer on our, in our team that does nothing but Porsches, and we bought oh, okay. his. They we bought their GT3 RS. Mike, do you have auction audio of that this week? We sold it the other day and actually made a couple a couple uh, bucks. Hold on, let me see. We do cut two is, is one of those, I think. It's oh, yeah. that one. It's mm-hmm. the one I bought from the Gay Car Club of Florida, and it happens to be purple, right? Yes. There you go. See, there we go. It's all coming together. <laughs> 16 model Porsche 911. I'm going to give it a green liner, but it's not. I'm going to give it a 180. Now, 2 pop. I'm going to give it a 180. Now, 2 pop. I'm going to give it a 180. Now, 2 pop. I'm going to give it a 180. Now, 2 pop. I'm going to give it a 180. Now, 2 pop. I'm going to give it a 
bushes and tailored special order interior options. One owner garage kept. Damn. Did you hear the detail in all of the order? I mean, the guy that was the part of the gay car club of Florida that ordered that car. I mean, he really took his time. You're definitely going to get some clean cars out of that bunch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> clean. Clean. I'm excited. I mean, you know, sometimes you get you land big accounts. You know, you're, you're in business. and you know, Oh, we got a big account today. I think we landed a whale. The Gay Car Club of Florida? I mean, that's got to be the best cars on planet Earth. Very yeah, big. Yeah, I think that's awesome. Very big. But I'm gay. Yeah. 800-800-723-4800-800-RADIO. Mike, let me know when Brad walks in. Uh, oh, okay. Hayden. I want to talk to him about his son and one of our managers. Give me the VIN. CHS Cannabis Hyperimmune Syndrome. It's a crazy I story, have, yeah. I have two wow. friends with this now. Really? Yes, and it's... He, he called it scarmatine. Scarmatine. So, like, when you have this allergic reaction, you start throwing up on yourself Ooh. and screaming. And it's it's um, it's these potheads that their body finally says forget it, and that makes him. Um, it's like the alcoholics. You know, when you take the pill to become sober, oh, you throw you throw up when you drink. Mm-hmm. That's what's happening here. C8, the, the THC in the weed becomes toxic to you. Oh. Is that, I don't know if this is like coinciding with the increasing rates of cannabis abuse has been the recognition of a new clinical condition known as cannabinoid hypertemesis syndrome. Characterized by chronic cannabis use, cyclic mm-hmm. episodes of nausea and vomiting, and frequent mm-hmm. hot bathing? Yeah. Hot bathing? I don't know about the hot bathing, but it, it's CHS, Cannabis Hyperimmune Syndrome. And bottom line is you're allergic to pot. You smoke so much pot, now you can't have any more. Your body's going to throw it out. The, the THC is toxic to your body. And Brad said his kid was puking, but screaming while he's puking. And the, and the doctor called it scarmatine, scromatine, like screaming and vomiting. Oh, my gosh. This is a bad pot story. Huh. Is it because you, you think it's because the weed is so much stronger now? Yes. And maybe chemically enhanced? Yep. The TH level is so the THC level is so high in the new pot it's causing problems. And that's what exactly what he said. I but, believe that. One hundred percent. It's not Bob Marley's weed anymore. <laughs> no, it is not Bob Marley's Mm-mm. weed anymore. What do you got in the news, Gene? Well, you know, there's a 12-story apartment building near Miami, Florida, that partially collapsed in a deadly incident that left many unaccounted for. As of yesterday, it was 159 missing. Um, These are some of the eyewitnesses there in Surfside, Florida, talking, or Surfside, Miami, talking about what they saw. Cut one. I thought it was a bomb at first looking at it. Oh, my God, it's heartbreaking. I can't even imagine having to go through that. It was just a loud sound. You could feel the ground move. We did hear screams, but I couldn't tell where they were coming from, from the rubble, from the apartments. People were on their balconies, waving flashlights, yelling to the the firefighters. God. 
God Almighty. Yeah, that's awful. There was a, a 2018 uh, report that had said it had structural damage, but they weren't sure where the cracks were coming from. So I wonder what happened. You know what I mean? Wow. That's just awful. It's weird that you part guys, of the building fell. It looks, if you watch that, it you'll see like the, the center part fell. And then not too long after that, the part, I'm, I'm thinking it's the left side, it just dropped. It's, it's very frightening. I feel badly for those people. Oof. Yeah. Josh in Oklahoma, what do you want? Hey, what's going on, guys? I was just calling to, uh, I was just calling to chime in about, you guys were talking about if, uh, you know, it's a red flag if the white has for a drop top or a Jeep or anything. It wasn't, it wasn't a Jeep or a drop top, but like a couple of years ago before my uh, ex-wife used to, uh, I came into a little bit of money and she started asking for like, you know, a bunch of things, like nothing to raise the red flag, really, just like a camera, but, you know, some new jewelry. Hey, stop, 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 stop. You could not have any more background noise going on than you have right now. I like hear dogs and phones and garble. Can you take it off Bluetooth and put it on speaker? There, is that better? Yeah, yes. it's a lot better. When you call into a national radio show, you want a good connection. You don't want to sound like you're talking through a toilet paper tube. Okay, go ahead. No, no, I got you. I had you on a. I'm at work, so I had you on a headphones. Okay. Uh, but uh, anyways, and so uh, right before that, she uh, she needed uh, she needed her molars fixed, and uh, she had bad teeth, like mm. just from uh, parent from her parents. And uh, anyway, so we got we got that done, and it was just over like five grand. And she like threw a big fit about doing it. And anyways, it took like six months to heal up and everything. And I know, kid, you like at the seventh month she was gone, which was just about a month shy of our ten year anniversary. Wow. It was totally totally blindsided me just out of nowhere. But like, I see right boob job. That, I see boob job, new teeth, tummy tuck. Yeah. And you left him yeah. once. They, yeah. Once she healed, left you and married somebody else? Yep, yep. Two weeks after we split, uh, we hadn't even gotten our divorce yet, and they crossed over to another state and got married. So Do you think could, he was whispering so in her ear, quick. running the bill up on you to get his get, get her body all straightened out on your, t- on your dime? <laughs> Nah, nah, I'd like to say that, but no, nah, I don't think it was. I just, I think it was just all on her part, just a conniving kind of thing, man. But yeah. It was it the was, Jeep. It's only, yeah, yeah, it was, it, she, uh, that was one of the funny things when you guys said that. It made me laugh uh, because at one point it was like, hey, do you want to get the boob job in the tummy tuck? And she was like, boy, I really this red drop top wrangler and i was like ah, nah yeah i've been then, telling you guys for years <laughs> man the wranglers and the camaros this danger zone if they're painting the house yep. it's fixing to be for sale tummy tuck and boob job so did you go shoot yep. the guy or, or beat him up real good or anything <laughs> fun like that <laughs> no man no i just i would i'm not kidding you it blindsided me out of nowhere so i just i just walked away like i said totally totally tore my life apart God. totally tore my life that's apart. sad so, Upside down, but I mean, I came well, up. Sounds the other like end she was an ugly old bag. I mean, sounds like she was a pretty no, rough no, headed old was, No, 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 no. She was absolutely beautiful. That was one of the things about why I married her, man. She uh, never wore makeup. She was half Japanese. Like, she was absolutely gorgeous. Like, really. 
but was she needed a tummy tuck? Her boobs were sagging. Her teeth were screwed she'd up. Had, she had a she had a she had a couple kids. Uh, yeah. Not With no you? not not like not like bad though. With you? No, huh? No, this was from a couple of years ago. Her kids were before I'd met her. Did you spend any money on the kids while you had her? Oh yeah, yeah. They're they're <laughs> my kids, man. Yeah, I've raised them for like twelve years. At that point, yeah, dude. Are you still paying? Boys. Are you still paying for those kids? No, no, no. I'm not paying for them. They're grown now. I never. Mm-hmm. I did never like pay pay for them or anything, man. I just helped them out. I still help them out. They still call me. I still see them. I'm going to see them here in a couple months. Bro. See if they'll send you some nudes of their mom, so you'll get at least something for all your investment. No. <laughs> send me some nudes. No, no, man. I just walked away, man. It was uh, it was so demoralizing, and like uh, the only thing I could do was walk away. There was just there wasn't nothing to do about it. Well, Josh, this is a good bad another bad teeth story out of the state of Oklahoma and we appreciate you sharing it with us today. My name is John Clay Wolf. I buy cars on the radio for America's Best Car Buyer. Give me the VIN.com. Be right back. John Clay Wolf Show, presented by GiveMeTheVin.com, coming up. Now, back to the John Clay Wolf Show. Hit him up right now, 1-800-800-RADIO. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. And I am actually in Gulf Shores, Alabama this morning. So if it sounds a little weird, it's because I'm in Alabama. And like all technological advances, they get to the southern states later. So we're still on rotary dial-up phones down here. Scott in Houston, good morning. You're on the air. Good morning. I'm calling to claim my free Puerto Rican girl that you advertised on Thursday here on 97.5. Oh. Are you talking about when I was talking to Granado on the air on last week Thursday. in Houston? Yeah. Yes, sir. What did I promise? <laughs> A free Puerto Rican girl forever. Oh, wait. You cut out. Turn it down, Mike. The background. Well, what'd you say, Scott? A free- a free Puerto Rican girl for every listener. Every listener? Wow. That's what you said? I'd, I'd be out of Puerto Ricans quick. <laughs> no, I think I said a free Puerto Rican girl for the next three people that buy a car from com. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean sell yeah. a car. Yeah. Buy. Listen to me. I don't even know what I do anymore. So so go you know, go, go to GiveMeTheVin.com and load it up. And you better hurry because they're going fast. Bob in Nashville, good morning. Good morning. 16 F-350 Super Duty Lariat, 95,000 miles. Bob's selling us his truck or he wants to. Bob wants a lot for his truck. Jesus Christ, Bob, what's wrong with you? You got a 100,000-mile wore-out Pala S, and you want fifty grand for it? <laughs> no, nah, 46. 46? See, you're the problem with inflation. We're all going to burn in hell and die from inflation because of you, Bob, in Nashville, Tennessee. And what did your granddad say about 100,000? When you were growing up, what did your grandpa tell you about a truck that had 100,000 miles on it? Don't buy it. (laughs) Unless it's yours and then demand hyperinflation prices. (laughs) 
So, how nice no, is I was it? Just, I was just testing the waters because I found one that I want. It's a 17, mm-hmm. and I want 46000 for it. So. What if I give you forty grand for it? Forty-one, forty-two. If that works, go to give me the VIN, VIN number, give me the VIN.com. You know that's more than that truck was worth two years ago? Isn't that weird? Back with more of the John Clay Wolf Show after this. Presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. Oh, yeah, we're back. Back to the John Clay Wolf Show. Presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. Call in 800-800-RADIO. Now, John Clay Wolf. Bob, do you have that Axl Rose does Freebird bit? Oh, yeah, yeah, we've got it around here somewhere. Um, I think you got a button for that, Charlie? I heard that on accident playing on my iPhone this week. Oh, no. <laughs> so, you know, you, you just let your iPhone play, and, and, and a lot of our show bits, for some reason, is in there. And it um, it just started playing, dude, and I was like, that's gold. I he, We've got so many good bits like that. We need to dig them back up. Yeah, well, I mean, I've, I've got them all, you know. He, he really is still one of the one of the better vocalists of people his age out there. You ready we for were it? Talking about, we were talking about Leonard Skinner last week when you went to the show, and it got me thinking about it. Yeah, how long is it? Two minutes. It's it's worth it. Yes, play it, please. Actually, ready Bob for it? Bo- yeah! Right, let's go. Oh, man. A little karaoke background for you, okay? screwed up in the head where you can come up with stuff like that, Bob? Uh, I don't know. We'll have to ask Axel, but he's really a, one of the great improvisationalists of his time, I think. You know, stupid bits like that uh, obviously make people famous because it worked for Conan O'Brien. Did you re- remember all this ridiculous stuff they used to do on Conan? Oh, yeah, the Mac and Me stuff. Right. The who? The, the, just the different bits. He had the, you know, the, he also used like photographs of famous people and, and inserted a moving mouth. Right. And did a bad impersonation of whoever was, to, you know, 
That's the first time I ever saw that. It was on Conan. He was innovative the way that Letterman was innovative, in my opinion. Well, he's done, right? He hung it up this week. Thursday night was his last gig. Yeah, we got some really good sound bites from uh, some of those episodes, if you want to hear them. Sure. So, Conan retired this week from TBS after a 26-year run as a late-night talk show host. Is that correct? Yeah, and he had some really big guests on his final week of the show. Uh, Will Ferrell was on his last episode, and he actually he, he kidded Conan a bit on how he always seems to wind up on, on the finale episodes. Mike, this is cut two. My advice to anyone watching right now, and it's not easy to do, it is not, he's been such an amazing friend to my show. Yes, about that. Um, you know, I was there for your final late night show and your last Tonight Show episode, and, and now this one. Yeah, that's true. It's kind of become a tradition. I'll tell you what it is. It's f***ing exhausting. <laughs> could I just pre-tape a, a few goodbyes and, uh, and you could just use them whenever your next several shows flame out? Congratulations on an outstanding run on your HBO Max show. Some people will say six episodes isn't a lot, but you packed enough entertainment in them for eight episodes. That's great. Go in. It's, it's me, Will. And I, I just wanted to say we all deeply miss your late night talk show on Al Jazeera Network. <laughs> The, the other really great moment, in my opinion, and I know you'll love this, John, Seth Rogen actually talked Conan into smoking a joint during the live TV broadcast. It's cut 2.2. You own a weed company. What would you want me smoking? Right here, dude. <laughs> <laughs> One hit of that weed, and I think you'll have a really good time. And okay, yeah. Let's give it a light. Give it a light. All right, all right, tell me, and then you just get right in there, huh? Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm so happy with what just happened. <laughs> I, I forgot I applied for a job at Target. <laughs> Andy Richter's final parting shot. And, and we had Conan's final words on his show. My advice to anyone watching right now, and it's not easy to do. It is not easy to do. It's not easy to do. But try and do what you love with people you love. And if you can manage that, it's the definition of heaven on earth. I swear to God, it really is. So good night. Thank you very much. You go, How long there. did he last on The Tonight Show before he got whacked? Was it three or five? Because he had a five-year deal after mm -hmm. Leno left. Mm -hmm. And I think Leno, when he did his sign-off, he said, see you in five years, kind of jokingly. And they actually gave the show back. To Jay, I don't think they waited the five years, Charlie. You remember that? Because they started, Jay had like a primetime show at 9 p.m. before the Tonight Show. And Conan wasn't crazy about that. And they just, they, they finally just, they, they brought Jay back. And Conan wound up on TBS. And I don't I'm think a doing, lot of people watched him. I'm going to Jay's garage next Wednesday or the next next Wednesday. Whatever week I'm in L.A. Really? Yep. Well, that's pretty high cotton, Hoss. Oh, wow. Is it? Yes. Take a tape recorder, please. <laughs> I think you well, you know, I mean, I, I have all these cars, you know, and I mean, the Stanley Steamer, you know, I don't know. I just buy the cars. And, uh, I don't know. You can actually use your phone to record. You don't use a okay. tape recorder. Nathan, what do you want? Hello? Hello? Hey, John Clay Wolf. Yes, sir. You're on the Nathan, air. I'm in Houston. Okay. 
Hey, I Delayed. wanted to hear from the devil, man. Is he around? Uh, the devil's always around, man. The <laughs> no, right? Where, where is that yeah. guy? Where is that guy? Satan, can you come in over here? Get on the air. Nathan in uh, Houston wants to talk to you about the deal y'all made with the Astros and how y'all stole the uh, World Series. Yeah, well, that's fine. I, I'm right in the middle of the New York Times crossword puzzle, Nathan. <laughs> uh, what the hell is it? Listen to me, Diablo. We won fair and square. We who? You hear me? We who? Me, Nathan. So you're referring to yourself in like a plural third person now? <laughs> I could. I could right now, devil. Well, all right. That's uh, no business of mine. Devil, I hung up on Nathan. We've got some weird listeners. I mean, you're a normal dude. <laughs> no, he's he's a regular guy. I mean, I, I, I haven't talked to Nathan in a while. I, I think he got off into like a, a sort of a, I hate to say it, but sort of a meth binge. <laughs> no, but no, no, just for just for a few weeks. The guy called in earlier talking about getting his old lady's teeth fixed and woke Nathan up. <laughs> That's nuts. <laughs> uh, what ta- what's the time, boss? Thirty seconds. Thirty seconds. Jesus Christ! Time flies when you're having fun. My name's John Clay Wolf. Hey, the dude that just called in with the um, 15S63 bins with 80,000 miles. Ooh. I'm a $45,000 buyer on that. I know. I was fixing to take his call to air. And if you'd like to sell that car, go to give me the vin. Give me the vin.com. That's the sponsor of this program. My name's John Clay Wolf. We've got Gigi. Gigi, you there? Yes, I am. Good morning. We have- Good morning. We have Bobo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be right back. Give me the vin.com presents the John Clay Wolf Show. We'll be right back after this. And now we return to the John Clay Wolf Show, presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. Call in 800-800-RADIO. 1-800-800-RADIO. And now, Senor Juan Clay Wolf. Gigi, have you ever online dated? I have. I was not successful at it. But yes, I have. And it's funny you should mention that because... A dating app CEO shared three different ways that dating apps scam their users. His name is David Park, and he's the CEO of a dating app called Kippo. Cut seven. Dating apps will create fake profiles of hot girls and hot guys, and they'll show them to you first, especially for new dating apps. If you're a brand new user, you hop onto the app and you're like, wow, there's so many beautiful people on this app. They're not real. Dating apps will actually hold back your matches unless you start paying. So let's say there's like 100 people that like you and you're waiting to match with them until you start boosting your profile, and then they'll start giving you all the people that like you, and you'll get a bunch of matches, and you'll be like, wow, I should spend more money. Dating apps are selling your data. It's actually scary how much they know about you just based off your swiping mm. patterns and the things you talk about in your chat. I knew there was something going on with that deal. Yeah, there Thank is. God there's that like dude's gonna have money, right? Well, <laughs> yeah, you yeah, get that the, same vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
a good friend of mine, she would uh, she would call me and she would post pictures of herself on her dating profile that for, were from like high school and years and years before. <laughs> and so I get these phone calls from her at like midnight. She'd be like, hey, girl, um, come go to the gym with me. And I'm like, for what? She said, I got to lose 75 pounds in like three days <laughs> so she could match her picture. So, um, yeah, I, I definitely believe that. I've had no luck at all, man. I've, I've almost decided just to completely leave that thing alone. You know, I have met real, real women on one particular app that I've used. And I've, gone out, I've gone out twice in about three years. You know, and it just never, never seems to fizzle upright. But they're, I mean, they're very nice people. But, uh, well, could, everybody, yeah. everybody on the dating apps, they always post their representative. You know, I love walks on the beach. I love the sunset and I love the clouds in your eyes. Of course. They don't post real stuff. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm a witch one week of the month or I, I don't, I don't need ice cream, whatever it is. They Speak only post what they think you want to, what they think you want to hear, you know? Everybody's active, hiking, and things like that. What do they want to hear again, Terry? Spank me, daddy. Spank me, daddy. That's terrible. But true. Bob, which app are you on? I was using the Plenty of Fish. And are you still on there? Gosh, I haven't seen it in probably 30 days or more. It's just, you know, should should we promote your thing and see if you get any action? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I, I, I mean, you know, it's fine. It's fine. But it just, uh, you, what you do is you reach out to, it's like you taught me about the car business. You reach out to a hundred people mm-hmm. and you're going to get at least 10 back. Right. Right. And so you got to sell those. I'm not getting too bad. <laughs> you know, now my pictures are I, from before I lost a lot of weight and stuff. Like I haven't updated them. I'm not the most uh, technical guy probably that, you know, is Sean still there in the studio? No. He's a pretty technical guy. He could get you some pictures right now and get you uploaded, and we can get you broadcast and do a little advertising for your uh, space on Plenty of Fish. You know what? I'm talking what name, to a what young... What name's it under? Um, what name's it under? Yeah. I don't even remember, man. Well, if, if a really good-looking listener, right... If, if some gal right now is wanting to look you up on Plenty of Fish, how does she find you? Uh, let me see. <laughs> I really don't know, man. Big Papa. <laughs> Big right. Papa. Show you right. Except mm-hmm. well, I gotta accept the cookies. I gotta sign in. And Big Papa one oh one. That's right. They gotta send me a cookie. I think it's Mr. Bobo eighty eight. Okay, good. Well, he knows. verify that. He knows. Well, I gotta, Mr. Gotta... Bobo. <laughs> and is that spelled with two B's? So Mr. B O B B O eight eight? Yeah, or dot eight. They got to send me a code before they'll let me in. It's been that long since I've been on here. Wow. Yeah. Mm. So there you go. It's re- it's really hopeless, John. It's really hopeless. No, it's really not. We're really we're promoting. Take some new pics, Mr. Bobo eighty eight. We're gonna get you some dates. You're gonna get me some spams. What you're gonna get me? Well, I think we should all yeah. be able to go on a dates with him. We should select for him. Ooh, a game. Yeah, we should select for him. You know, I'll be your chunky monkey. <laughs> when <laughs> when what? you were when you were at dinner with Bobo, mm-hmm. 
that, that first night y'all met. Can mm-hmm. you give him some advice, some things that he was doing well? I mean, I know y'all weren't on a date, but I mean, it was kind of a, it was a non-romantic date. It was a friendship, get to know each other date. But I know Bob, when he's around a gal, he turns it on. And can you give him any advice on like what he should do more of and what he should do less of? He has the greatest hair. Like, no joke. He has the greatest mm-hmm. hair. It's like, it was totally different when he took his hat off. So yeah. I say, show your hair more and be yourself. Yeah, he's super show. cool with super great hair. Really great hair. Write that down, Bob. Show your hair more. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I'm not banning the hat, what a, dude. What about his... I mean, why do you have to wear a hat? I mean, what's that going to do? Well, because I'm out of doors in the direct damn sunlight often, and I'm scared to death of that skin cancer, man. you remember Jerry oh. Springer that worked for you back in the old days? You, yeah, he died of it. Did he really? Because I didn't know yeah. he passed. But he was, he was uh, once in a while, he had to go have something cut off because he'd been out in the sun all his damn life. And when I knew Bob, him... are you going to take a date in the middle of the day on the sun, or are you going to meet her and take her to some restaurant at night? you going to wear that goofy hat at night? The, hey, man, the hat ain't goofy now. That's a Stetson <laughs> open road. Okay, well, I don't know about, I don't know what kind of hat it was, but I know I was so surprised when he took his hat off. His hair is like thick and beautiful and wonderful and really cool to look at. So uh, I haven't told you that, remember? Yes, yes, you did. Yeah, so let let everybody see your hair. <laughs> that was Didn't not what I was expecting. Oh. I was. That's just not what I was expecting. But I mean, you know, you ask a question, you get an answer. Bob, yeah. the hair is the secret. Get the damn hat off, dude. Mm-hmm. What it's are you great. doing? Nothing you should have seen person. it two years ago. Oh Nothing yeah, worked. I had like I had three feet in the back of me, man. <laughs> so, gee, what's a bad one? Like, did has anybody? What? Wait, l- let me rephrase. What is catfishing? Well, you hear it's, that on it's, dating apps. Yeah, it's like what my friend did when she would put up a picture from a long time ago that didn't match. You know what I mean? And you show up for the date and you're like, okay, so where's the person on the dating app? Because they don't match their picture at all. That's catfishing. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. I actually, I, I went on a date once off of an app between my divorce and meeting my wife. And um, it was more of a job of the hutting. <laughs> sure. <laughs> That's I mean, so dude, I like ducked. I mean, just took a dive. When I saw her, it was not as advertised at all. I, really? I, just, I just didn't. I just walked on. I didn't even stop to say hi. Oh, oh no. She was probably super disappointed. Yeah, but she really lied. I mean, I was super disappointed. Yeah. What well, I mean, am I, am I am I a bad person? Am I am I a bad human for just? But I mean, she lied. Well, you know, maybe she lied because because she was afraid you wouldn't like her and you didn't. So. Well, she didn't know me. I mean, she was lying to everybody. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't so, I don't get why why people do that. Just you know, be yourself and show yourself, and people are going to like you or they're not. So I don't get that. If you have some funny dating stories like this, uh, I'll listen. 800-800-7234. 800-800-RADIO. I bet we'll get some calls on this one. I can't um, While we're waiting on that, what, what's Roger Waters bitching about now? Uh, he called Mark Zuckerberg 
one of the most powerful idiots in the world <laughs> after turning down an offer to use his Another Brick in the Wall Part 2 to promote Facebook. This is heavily bleeped clip from his uncensored remarks, Cut 13. This is something that I actually put in my folder when I came out here today. It's a request for the rights to use my song, Another Brick in the Wall 2, in the making of a film to promote Instagram. So it's a missive from Mark Zuckerberg with an offer of a huge, huge amount of money. And the answer is, you. No way. This is the insidious movement of them to take over absolutely everything. I will not be a party to this bull Zuckerberg. How did this little who started off by saying, she's pretty, we'll give her a four out of five. She's ugly, we'll give her a one. How the <laughs> did he get a, any power in anything? And yet here he is, one of the most powerful idiots in the world. <laughs> Damn, Roger's wow. still a little salty, isn't he? Mm -hmm. Just a tiny bit. <laughs> wow. You know, this whole Google, Facebook, Insta, these guys, they've got to be stopped. The power that they're holding of the world and the money that they're making is, I mean, I'm not jealous of the money. It's just so imbalanced in the power that they're giving. I mean, they're, they're literally more powerful than the, you know, ABC, NBC, CBS. You know what the it's, perfect it, word is, John? Like, come on. I watched, like, when I watched Goodfellas on HBO years and years ago for the first time, one of the warnings was pervasive language. Because you really do pick up that, that rotten language from a movie like Goodfellas, right? Facebook right. and Google and Instagram and a lot of those sites are pervasive. They are creeping into every corner. They're on 92.5. I'm going to be on the radio right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sunshine, I've got 30 seconds. What you got? How you doing? I'm Sunshine. I'm I'll brighten your day. Okay. And uh, I just want to hear a little more from Bobbo. He's got one of those voices, you know, that it's like... Tell me a story. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, Bob. Tell I me a story. story. I think he might look mighty. I think he might look mighty good in that Stetson. Okay. <laughs> there you go. She likes the hat. Thank you very much. Oh. Sunshine, you just hey. made my day. John Clay Wolf Show has been a presentation of GiveMeTheVin.com from the Westwood One Radio Network. Join us again each and every Saturday right here for the John Clay Wolf Show. Fucker out. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.